worship him for a few moments. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise for a few moments. Come on, he's in this house. Hallelujah. Let's worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got some overcomers in the house of the Lord here today. Hallelujah. We've got some people that God has brought them a mighty long way. Hallelujah. We got some folks that God has already blessed them and helped them this week. Amen. I believe there's people that maybe you walked in this building and you need God to help you. But I want to let you know he can help you right now. He can deliver you right now. Hallelujah. Let's worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Amen. Church, I'm just going to tell you what I feel. I feel like ARC is reaching critical mass. Do you know what that is? Critical mass where it starts, there starts this indraw, a gravitational pull where, amen, all, everything starts to collect into it. Amen. And there's about to be a Holy Ghost explosion in Carson City. Hallelujah. There's about to be a Holy Ghost explosion in your family. And people you never thought would come back to God are about to come back to God. Miracles you never thought possible are going to be common, common around here. Amen. Hallelujah. They're going to be part of the status quo. When God gets to moving, amen, there's nothing that can stop him. Hallelujah. Somebody give him praise for that. Somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're about to see the miraculous like we've never seen the miraculous. Hallelujah. We're about to see new people added like we've never seen new people added. We're about to see backsliders come home, uh, amen, like we've never seen. Hallelujah. We're about to see people healed in their bodies, uh, delivered in their minds, uh, amen, set up for the future. God's going to do it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give the Lord one more hand clap of praise here this afternoon in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, praise God, praise God. At this time, we'd like to dismiss our Sunday school uh, students, but as you're headed there, I do want to make mention to all of the teachers and all those in the church, um, immediately following altar call, we need uh, to have all of the volunteers, all that signed up that want to help volunteer for this next week, uh, next weekend harvest festival, uh, or if maybe you haven't signed up but you'd like to, we want to have just a five, ten minute meeting. It's going to be super quick. Go over some details. It'll be in this back room immediately following altar call. And everybody said amen. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn over to the book of 1 Kings chapter 20, beginning of verse number 23. Man, who enjoys the presence of God we feel in this house? Amen. Let me tell you, that doesn't happen by accident. There's been some people that have been praying and uh, seeking the face of God this week. I want to say thank you to our music team, amen, for leading us in worship week in and week out. Amen. It, it does not go without notice, amen. And we're very grateful for that. 
here at Apostolic Revival Center to feel what we feel. I, I looked over there and I, I saw Brother Troy on them drums just hitting it. Just He was in it, man. I mean, he was really into it. And so I thank God for people that are passionately giving themselves even to their ministry. Amen. First Kings chapter 20 and verse number 23. I've had this on my heart. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is our second service. Amen. Some people say, what was the first service? Well, that was... That was just a little bit ago. We had a great service at Carson Tabernacle. God moved. And uh, I told Brother Contreras, we're probably going to have him come preach here soon. Man, we might do it in English. We might do it bilingual. He can do either. So maybe we'll do something. It'll be a fun time in Jesus' name. I looked over there a little bit ago. I saw Brother Kevin. I said, man, you and your family look like a million dollars. Hallelujah. Praise God. First Kings chapter 20, verse 23. The Bible says, And the servant of the king of Syria said unto him, Their gods, well, that's the first thing he got wrong. He thought they were plural. He said, Their gods are the gods of the hills. Therefore, they were stronger than we. You ever met somebody that gets beat up and they got excuses for why they lost? Ever lost it like a board game? And, oh, it's, you know, because I got a bad roll on that dike. That's pretty much what happened. Coming up with excuses why they lost. Well, it's probably because their gods are the gods of the hills. But let us fight against them in the plain or in the valley, in the low place. And surely we're going to be stronger than them. And do this thing, take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their rooms, and number thee an army like the army that thou hast lost, horse for horse, chariot for chariot. And we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. And he hearkened unto their voice and did so, and it came to pass at the return of the year that Benadad numbered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. And the children of Israel were numbered and, all, and were all present and went against them. And the children of Israel pitched before them like two little flocks of kids. But the Syrians filled the country. And there came a man of God. I'm thankful that one day a man of God came in my life, and when I was surrounded, I didn't know what I was going to do. Amen. God sent me a preacher. They're surrounded. They don't know what's going to happen, and God sends them a man of God. And the Bible continues on and says, The man of God spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus saith the Lord, Because, not because you're great, not because I like you, not because I love you, not because we have something going on, not because, amen, you're my children and I'm, my, and I'm your God. Thus saith the Lord God. Because the Syrians have said, the Lord is the God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore will I deliver all this great multitude into thy hand, and you shall know that I am, everybody say, the Lord. Not the Lord of the hills, not the Lord of the valleys. I just want you to know that I am the Lord. And I want to I preach to you on this subject. There is a breakthrough at the bottom. There is a breakthrough 
at the bottom. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray all across this building. Amen. I do believe that the Lord's going to speak to us in a special way. Hallelujah. I do believe that God's going to minister to our hearts. Maybe the enemy's been surrounding you this week. Amen. Maybe this month, maybe this entire year. Amen. You've been outnumbered. You've been overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. Hallelujah. And you've come into this house. Uh, amen. And you've been afraid of what's going on around you and all the reports that you have received. Amen. But God has sent me into this house to be your preacher today. Hallelujah. And let you know that there is, in fact, a breakthrough. Amen. All the way down at the bottom. And God's going to help you. And the Lord, that way, at the end of it all, we shall know that he is the Lord. Come on. Somebody pray. Somebody press in the Holy Ghost. Somebody press in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Let's give him worship. Let's give him praise. Somebody clap your hands and shout with a voice of triumph. Come on. Well, I'm surrounded, preacher. Shout with a voice of triumph anyways. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Shout with a voice of triumph because you have a God that knows exactly what he's doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Turn your neighbor, shake their hands, tell them there's a breakthrough at the bottom, and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Everybody likes to feel like they are on the top. Amen. Everybody likes to feel like they're on top of things, right? You don't ever want to be behind everything, and you don't ever want to feel as if uh, you have everything upon your shoulders. Amen. You want to feel like you have everything in control. Amen. I am on top of it. I've got it under control. There are people that they want to they want to feel like they are on top of the world. Amen. They've got everything situated. Man, this is why some people manufacture their lives in such a way that they avoid discomfort. Amen. Because they want to always feel in control. They want to feel as if they're on the top of the deck, amen, that they are uh, on top of the mountain. In fact, you will see this play out as Jesus takes with him Peter, James, and John up a mountain to pray, and there he was transfigured before them. There are moments in life where God takes us to these high places. Amen. There are, play, there are times in life where God takes us up and he lets us see all that's around us. He gives us this great vantage point. And, amen, I love those mountaintop moments. Amen, how about you? I love the moments where, amen, we are at church together and they are singing and they're playing. And, amen, all of us are shouting and we're excited. Amen, I love moments like that. I can go back through my life and, Amen. My home church has a conference, and I can think back, uh, amen, to services that, amen, there was just no tearing us down from that high place, amen, that there was nothing that could take us away from how we felt, the, 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 just the emotions we felt and, and, and the enthusiasm we felt, amen. We were on top of the world, amen. It didn't matter, amen, if the, if the devil showed up, we would we had cast him out with a squirt gun, amen. We were on top of the world. We had everything Amen. In our control. Amen. I love moments like that. Peter had a moment like that on the mountain. And he said, Lord, it's good for us to be here. He said, let's build some tabernacles. Amen. Let's hang out here. In fact, why don't we just go ahead and build a tent and we will camp out 
on the mountaintop. Amen. Let's live up here in this high place. And amen, this is why we've got a world that's chasing after drugs and alcohol. Amen. Because they want to always feel on top. Amen. They are trying their best to avoid negative feelings, to avoid discomfort, to avoid memories. Amen. Uh, maybe of mistakes they've made or things that have happened to them. They are trying to stay above the water. They're trying to float. Amen. Anybody ever had to do that? Amen. I know I have. They are trying to be on top. God takes us to the top. There are moments in God that are like this. Amen. Where God moves in and you pray one time and God answers and everything just turns around for good. God takes you up the mountain and he starts to transfigure. He starts to change things and your perspective of Jesus will never be the same after you go on the mountaintop. But inevitably, you watch through your Bible, there are more valleys than there are mountaintops. There are more low points than there are high points at times. I'm not talking about always, but it seems as you look through the scriptures, what resonates with people the most is when David writes, yes, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I'm on the bottom, even though I'm at a low, low place. Amen. There's something about this valley. There's something about these low places in life that each and every one of us do our best to avoid because we know that with the valley comes turmoil and with the valley there's battles and with the valley you look through the Bible. Amen. Battle after battle after battle is fought upon in a valley. It's fought in a low place. It just, amen, it just seems like divine design that they would meet in a valley. You find David running down the hill and you find him fighting Goliath down in a bottom place, down in a low place. Amen, it is inevitable that each and every one of us hits bottom. Amen, it's inevitable that each and every one of us hits a low place in life where we don't exactly know what's going to happen. We don't exactly know what to do. Amen. But I want to preach to us here today, amen, that as much as we'd like to stay on the top, amen, and see the great things of God on the top, I want to remind us here today that God is not as the enemy and the adversary described, that God is not just a God of the high places, that God is not just a God of the top, that God is not just a God when you are over it all, amen. God is not just a God when you are in control. God's not just a God of the hills, but I've come to preach to you he's also the God that conquers and that God that helps us break through even at our lowest place. There is a benefit and there are blessings when you get to the bottom. Amen. Hitting rock bottom has become, amen, a phrase that we have used. Amen. And many people have looked at rock bottom and they said, well, that individual hit rock bottom. And they mean it in a negative connotation. I understand what they mean. They're looking at the individual. They're looking at their choices. They're looking at what they've decided to do. And they're saying it has led them to a bottom place. It has led them, amen, to rock bottom. Amen. But I want to help us here today to understand that even at the bottom, amen, God is able to bless us. That even at the bottom, God is able to break through some things. 
You want to know the greatest thing uh, about hitting rock bottom uh, is that you can't fall any further. Uh, the greatest thing about hitting the bottom uh, is you can't get any lower than there. Uh, the greatest part, it's a blessing. Uh, amen. It may not feel like a blessing, uh, but I want to tell you, when you hit rock bottom, uh, you have a foundation in which you can build on. Uh, Jesus said you got to dig down uh, until you hit the rock bottom, uh, and then you build your life. Uh, but I've got new for you today. Uh, there's a God uh, that is at the bottom waiting for you and I. Uh, that when you finally get there, uh, he said, here I am. Uh, build your life upon this foundation. Here he the Bible said Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. The cornerstone doesn't hang out at the top. The cornerstone hangs out at the bottom. It's the very thing you can anchor your life to. It's the very thing you can build your life upon, build your family upon. But you're going to have to go to the bottom, amen, to find the cornerstone. You're going to have to dig below some pride. You're going to have to dig below some mistakes. You're going to have to dig below some things in order to hit that bottom place. Oh, come on, somebody, clap your hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. Amen. They said, your God is a God of the hills. And I know that this is how the adversary works. He starts to play on our minds. Amen. When everything's well, amen, we think that it could never get wrong and nothing could go wrong. Amen. We feel as if, amen, everything's perfect. And these are the moments in life that God gives us. Amen. They are victory to victory, grace to grace, faith to faith. Amen. They're the mountaintop experiences, amen, that God allows us to have because God doesn't want us to live a depressed life. God doesn't want us to live a hopeless life. And God gives us these elevated moments so we can see, uh, amen, the next mountain peak. Amen. God allows us to go up the mountain, not so we can build a tent uh, or a tabernacle, not so we can hang out and say, this is the apex of everything there is. Uh, but so when we get to the top of the mountain, uh, we can see where God's taking us. Uh, we got a vantage point to the future. But let this preacher bring some reality. Uh, when you're on the mountaintop, God will also show you uh, the valleys you're going to have to cross. Uh, amen. God will also show you the low places you're going to have to go. God will also show you the bottom. But I want to tell you here today, uh, God won't meet you just at the top. Uh, but God will also meet you down there at the bottom. Uh, amen. Don't avoid the bottom. Uh, don't run away from the bottom. Uh, I want to tell you there's an upside uh, to every downside. Uh, there's some good uh, that comes with every bad. Uh, there's a way of escape that comes uh, with every way in. Uh, come on, somebody give the Lord some praise this afternoon. But I have met too many people that have become, amen, mountaintop dwellers. And the adversary has convinced them that if they don't stay on top, that they will not, uh, amen, make it. That God will not be with them. Amen. And this is why people, when they're doing well, they continue to do well. Man, they, 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 they're doing well. They come to church. They're excited. Praise God. The church is doing well. But what happens, amen, when you get to the bottom? Who's going to meet you at the bottom? Who's going to be there 
when you're at the bottom. And there's people that have come, and they're on top, amen, and they're doing well. But I want to help you. When you have that vantage point, understand, uh, you're also going to have to go down, and there's going to be moments of low places. And I'm preaching to people not that are in the valley right now, but I'm preaching to people that are living on the mountaintop right now. They're doing real well. they got things going the way they want them to go. But I want to tell you, there's always moments in life, uh, amen. And I want to tell you, it's so God can help us to get a little deeper revelation of who he is. Uh, because if you only do him on the mountain, uh, he would be a God of the hill only but can I also preach uh, he's not just a God at the bottom you can't just say God's only a God of the negative and amen mope around and uh, if I'm going through it then God will be with me but not if I'm blessed I want to tell you there's a balance he wants us to know at the end of it all I am the Lord uh, it's not a I'm a Lord of this or a Lord of that I'm the Lord of everything can I preach to somebody? When you're blessed, he's the Lord. When you're poor, he's the Lord. When you're sick, he's the Lord. When you're healthier than you ever been, he's the Lord. When you're living in a house or you don't have a place to live, he's still the Lord. I wish somebody would shout and give God praise. And the adversary would convince some people that God only cares about you when you're on the top. Hallelujah. I know people that live this theology. That's why they're the ones, the first ones to say, I'm doing just fine. Everything's great. But the truth is, they're not okay. Because they think God would never love them. God would never care if they were ever to be found less than their very best. Amen. These are the people that have the theology that I must get good before I get God. They have listened to the wrong voice. I've got to elevate before I can get to the one, amen, the, the exalted one, amen. I've got, I, I've, got to, I've got to come up before I can ever get a hold of Jesus. But I've come to let you know, amen, that Jesus came all the way to the bottom. You, you didn't hear me. Jesus came all the way. Well, how far did he come? I'll tell you exactly how far he came. He left his throne in heaven. Uh, infinity became an infant. Uh, amen. What could, what could not be calculated. Uh, amen. Came down in the form of you and I. I want to tell you, that's about as low as it gets. Uh, amen. That's about as bottom as it gets. Uh, and he said, I will come to you. Uh, amen. One theologian put it this way. Uh, when we could not become like God, uh, God became like man uh, so that man could become like God when we couldn't get up to him I want to preach to you today that God came all the way down to the bottom where you and I were but it wasn't to leave us on the bottom it was to take us up and to elevate us you don't have to get good before you get God you get God and you get good you get God and you elevate you start at the bottom but honey you won't end there when God gets done with you uh, you're gonna come up oh somebody give God praise somebody shout <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah I want to tell you, don't avoid the down. Don't avoid the bottom parts of life. Amen. Don't avoid those low places in your heart. Amen. I've just been feeling this this last week to preach to somebody. Amen. That Jesus will meet you on the bottom. Many people avoid the bottom of life because they're scared of what they will see when they get there. They're scared of what they're going to have to fight and what they're going to have to face. Amen. When you finally hit, amen, rock bottom, when you finally hit the foundation, you're going to have to face a lot.
lot of things. You're going to look up and say, that is a mighty long way to go. I don't know if I can do it. And the scriptures declare that when they got down in the bottom of the valley, amen, they just brought with them their army. But Syria brought all of their army. They surrounded them horse for horse, chariot for chariot. They had completely outnumbered them. They had completely outmanned them. And they started thinking, oh, no, we should have never come to the bottom. We should have just stayed up in the hills. Maybe the enemy's right. Amen. Life is only good when we're on top. God's only good when we're on top. God only cares when we're on top. Maybe the adversary was right. Maybe the adversary was right that God only loves me when I feel good about everything going on. Maybe God only cares when I feel above it all. Amen. But I want to tell you, God sent a preacher to them to remind them that God is not just there when everything's well, but God's there when everything is not well. He came to remind them because your adversary has said he only helps those on the very top. Amen. I want to let you know God said for that very reason I have come down to where you are because your adversary said God only loves you when you feel like loving yourself. Amen. God said I love you when you can't love yourself. When, when the enemy said God only forgive you when you can learn to forgive yourself. God said, wow, you were yet a sinner. I died for you. When you were on the bottom, when you were at your worst, when you were at your lowest, somebody shout and give God praise. Come on, let's praise him. Let's praise him for a few moments. Come on, because your adversary said uh, God only cares. Uh, amen, and God's only there uh, when you're on the top. Uh, amen, God said I'll meet you at the bottom. Uh, I'll meet you at your lowest point. Uh, I'll meet you when everything's upside down. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. Come on, that you might know he's the Lord. He's the Lord. Come on, somebody pray. Right now, there's some folks, maybe you're on top. Uh, you're, scared of, you're scared of the times that might come. Uh, I want to tell you, he'll meet you at the bottom. Uh, maybe there's some folks, you're on rock bottom, and you don't know if God cares. Uh, I want to tell you, because your adversary, he said he didn't. Uh, God said, I'm going to meet you at the bottom, uh, and I'm going to bless you up out of this. Uh, you might be surrounded, uh, but you're going to be surrounded by me. Uh, you're going to be surrounded by the God of everything. Amen. God said, I'll meet you at the bottom. They're surrounded by enemies. What are we going to do? How are we going to get through this? We've seen God perform miracles on the mountain. He gave us the law and commandments on the mountain. Amen. He transfigured on the mountain. He did all these great things. He ascended off of a mountain. Amen. Hallelujah. What are we going to do now that we are in the middle of this? Now that we are at the bottom of all this? How are we going to get through this? Amen. I want to tell you the first thing that they had to do. Amen. In order to get through this, the Bible says that the children of Israel gathered their armies together. It may not have been as big of an army as what it surrounded them, but he they made sure that they gathered uh, all of their armies. Uh, and the Bible says all of their army uh, was present. Uh, amen. I want to tell you, they were numbered. Uh, amen. God made sure they were numbered. Uh, amen. That there was an account uh, for each and every one of them. But I want to tell you, the next thing they had to do, uh, they had to be present. Uh, amen. I want to tell you, there's a difference. Uh, amen. Between being there and being present. Uh, there's a difference between being numbered uh, and just being accounted with everybody else uh, and being present for 
battle and present for war. Can I preach to the church? The church that has revival is the church that is present. Can I preach? I preach about an ever-present help, but can I preach about an ever-present church? Amen. That somewhere along the lines, I didn't just come to church, amen, to be counted in the number, but I showed up to fight. I showed up present. My mind's made up. I'm not losing this thing. My mind's made up. I might be on the bottom, but I won't die here. I won't stay here. I presented myself. Church, i got to preach to us for a few moments. We've got to be willing to not just show up, but be present. What does it mean to be present? It means to be there in mind. It means there to be there in body. It means to be there in soul. It means to be there in spirit. There's something about a church. I've experienced it many times, and I've felt it here. When the church gets there and they're present, and they show up. I didn't just show up to the prayer room so that they didn't count me as missing. I showed up to the prayer room because I came to do business. I came to pray. I'm present. I showed up to church today to put hell on notice. I came to fight. I came to fight. I came to war. I came to war for my family. I came to war for my church. I came. Is there anybody that's present? You want to know why we worship the way we worship? I'm present. I'm present in my worship. I'm present in my prayer. I'm present. A church that wins is a church that's present. A people that wins is a people that's present. An apostolic that wins is an apostolic that's present. But present where, Brother Mark? Present at the bottom. Because <laughs> not everybody wants to show up when things aren't going well. Hallelujah, I came to preach. Hallelujah, I feel it. Amen. When it's a mountaintop, everybody wants to show up because it's exciting. But I want to tell you the church that wins is when they say, hey, it might be a low moment, but I'll be present. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll be present. I don't know what's going to happen with my health, but I'll be present. I don't know what's going to happen with my bank account, but I'll be present. I'll be praying. I'll be ready for war. I'm present on the bottom, and I've come to preach to you that if you'll be present at the bottom, present to pray, present to fast, present to praise, present to give, there will be a God that will meet you at the bottom. And your God will be present at the bottom. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. Come on, somebody shout and give God a praise. Not a praise from the mountaintop, a praise from the bottom, a praise from rock bottom, a praise from where you are. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. Come on, somebody pray. Come on, that moment you don't feel like praying, but you're present to pray. Oh, I'm on the bottom, and I don't feel like going to church, but you're present at church. Well, I'm the bottom preacher. I don't feel like worshiping, but you're present to worship. That's where victory comes in. (laughs) 
The Bible declares that God sent them a man of God. Amen. They had presented themselves well before the man of God showed up. They had presented themselves well before they got a word that God was going to help them. I want to tell you, don't, don't be a bandwagon Christian. Don't be a bandwagon fan. You know what a bandwagon fan is? It's that whoever's winning at the moment, they want to jump on and say, I've always been a fan. I don't really follow a lot of sports, but I can tell you one team you probably never heard of. They're called the Bengals. I, have they ever won? Anybody's a sports fan, though? No, they haven't won, right? I'll tell you what, bandwagon fans are winning. Washington, the Seahawks started winning. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, we can do it. Uh, but my mother, she wasn't a bandwagon fan. She'd been rooting for the same losing team. Uh, amen. Ever since their inception. Uh, I want to tell you that God needs people like that. Uh, amen. That are just behind it all. Uh, we don't know how it's all going to work out. Uh, but I'll tell you whose side I'm on. Uh, I'm on the Lord's side. Uh, Come on, that's Levi saying, Moses, I'm on the Lord's side, even when all of Israel's not. And God said, you have a place in my priesthood. Come on, when you say, I'm on the Lord's side, that's Joshua saying, choose you this day whom you will serve. And the nation of Israel said, we've got enemies all around us, but we have decided while we're on the bottom, while we're not the head, while we're still the tail, while we're still the bower and not the lender, we we have decided the Lord is our God. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. Can I preach the ARC for a moment? Y'all are the OGs. I'm talking about the ones that showed up, amen, when nothing was happening. There will come a day where there will be bandwagon fans. We welcome them. God bless them. But I want to tell you who God really is with and who God really blesses. The ones who rode through the storm and rode through the trouble and said, even on the bottom, we will present ourselves. Even when we don't know what's going to happen, we will stand fast. I wish somebody would shout and give God praise from the bottom. Give God praise from the bottom of your heart. Give God praise from the bottom of your soul. Give God praise. I want to tell you, some blessings only come from the bottom. Some breakthroughs only come from the bottom. In fact, I want to tell you, Jesus is actually going to meet you at the bottom. And too many, piece, too many people miss out on their breakthrough because they don't want to go to the bottom. Too many people miss out on what God has for them because they're afraid of the battle down in the bottom. They're afraid of where they'll be surrounded. They'll be outnumbered. They don't know what's going to happen. Uh, amen. They want to be on the winning team, so they're not certain they want to jump on board uh, until everything starts to turn a corner. Uh, I want to tell you, but God's going to meet those uh, that will meet him at the bottom. There's some people too prideful. We talk about rock bottom only in a negative, but I want to tell you, there's some good people that need to hit rock bottom. I'm not talking about rock bottom on drugs and alcohol. I'm talking about rock bottom where you go to the rock which is higher than you and you say, I'm tired of doing this all by myself. 
Can I preach to some folks that are in the midst of a storm? The Bible says that the wind and the waves started crashing against the boat, and the water started sinking the boat, but Jesus was asleep, amen, in the bottom of the boat, amen, at the stern of the boat, amen, and somebody said, we got to go to the bottom if we're going to get up out of this storm, but there's so many people would rather drown than go to the bottom, but honey, you're going to have to go to the bottom where Jesus is, and you'll find rest for your souls. Can I preach to somebody? There was a widow woman that said, I only got a little bit of meal left. I don't got a lot, but she scraped at the bottom of the barrel until she found enough meal for the prophet, and she lived through the famine. It was at the bottom of the sea that Jonah turned around, and God said, I'm going to get you back to your calling, back to your destination. Can I preach to somebody today that God wants people, amen, to be at the bottom because he's got a breakthrough. Not everybody wants the bottom. I'll prove it to you. The Bible says there was a crowd around Jesus. Everybody was around Jesus. They all wanted to get touched by Jesus, Brother Johnson. We got several Johnsons now. Johnsons meet the Johnsons, meet the Johnsons. All right. Sounds like a show. Meet the Johnsons. Everybody wants to be around them. Everybody wants to be healed. Everybody wants to be touched. In fact, brother, they'll stand in line. There'll be so many people they can't get through the door, through the window. Amen. Everywhere Jesus went, there's a crowd following. He goes in the desert, and they follow Jesus all the way to the desert because people want to be touched by Jesus. I'm not worried about revival. Hallelujah, because they're coming. Jesus is present. All, all I'm concerned about is God's presence. And if we get more concerned with God's presence, the people's presence will be next. And they surrounded Jesus, and there was no way. Everybody's looking for him to lay his hands upon them. But out of nowhere, there comes a woman that's let her pride go. Doesn't care what anybody else says. Doesn't care what anybody else thinks. And she says, I'll go where nobody else is willing to go. I'll humble myself to the level where I'll get a hold of Jesus. I want to tell you why she was the only one that got healed that day. Because there's a breakthrough that is for the bottom. There's some breakthroughs that only come when you hit the bottom, when you hit your knees. And she crawled through the crowd, couldn't touch his hand, couldn't catch his eyes, but she got a hold of the hem, the bottom of his garment. There was a breakthrough at the bottom, and those that are willing to humble themselves get it. Let's stand across the building. Let's pray. Come on, there's a breakthrough at the bottom, church. Well, I, Pastor, I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't understand. I want to tell you there's a breakthrough at the bottom, but you've got to be present there at the bottom. Don't medicate your way through it. Don't avoid it. But say, God, you got me here for a reason, and you're going to get me out of here for a reason. Come on, somebody pray. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. There's some folks who've been on the bottom for a while. Feeling like they're all by themselves. Come on, there's some folks that have made some mistakes. 
They're at the bottom. The Bible talks about a woman caught in the very act where they throw her. They threw her at the bottom of Jesus' feet. But there was a breakthrough at the bottom. Jesus got down where she was, looked her in the eyes and said, I forgive you. Go your way and sin no more. Bible tells us of a, of a young man we call the prodigal son uh, that went and spent his whole life on riotous living. Uh, amen. He was living the high life, uh, living on the top, uh, living off of daddy's money. Uh, amen. But there came a day uh, where all the money was gone. Uh, amen. His foundation was taken out from him. Uh, and there he was uh, at the bottom of a pig's pen uh, thinking to himself, uh, wasn't it better at father's house? Uh, amen. I want to tell you, uh, amen, when you see somebody that's backslidden, uh, amen, prodigal themselves, you pray for them, uh, you love them, uh, but please do not comfort them in their pig pen uh, because there's some breakthroughs uh, that only come in the bottom. Uh, you got to pray for them, you got to love them, uh, and when they're ready to come home, uh, you open your arms up wide and say, Here's the robe, uh, amen, that's going to cover your shame. Uh, here's the feet that are going to help you walk different, the shoes that are going to help you walk different, uh, and here's the ring that's going to give you back your authority you got to let them hit the bottom. Amen. I know some folks that want to impede that. All you're doing is slowing the fall to the bottom. Just let them, just let them hit it. Because when they hit it, they'll come to themselves. And I know we don't want to see that. Let me just tell you from, the, from, the, from my heart, I don't want to see that. But there are some breakthroughs that only come from the bottom. You want to know why the devil hates people of God? Because even when we hit the bottom, God loves us, God restores us, and God picks us back up. But Jesus said of the devil, after the mystery of iniquity, after sin was found in him, he said, I saw Satan fall as lightning. That's pretty fast. But Revelation says he's thrown into a bottomless pit, which means he never hits bottom. The reason he hates the redeemed of the Lord is because you and I have the opportunity to change. You and I have the opportunity to stop falling. You and I have the opportunity to... You and I have the opportunity to have a testimony and turn around. But he started falling, and he's never stopped falling, and he never will. But you and I can hit the bottom and get the grace of God. You and I can hit the bottom, and God will still love us. You and I can hit the bottom, and God will still heal us. You and I can hit the bottom, and God will still bless us. Let's lift up our hands and let's pray all across the building. Come on. There is a breakthrough at the bottom. There is a breakthrough at the low place. There is a breakthrough when everything in your life has fallen apart. There is a breakthrough when you don't know what to do. There is a breakthrough when, you, when, you, when you're trying to get a hold of your life, but it just seems like everything's collapsing around you. There's a breakthrough. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. I'm done preaching. Let's pray all across this building. Come on. Come on, maybe I'm preaching in Israel. You feel surrounded, but I want to tell you, you're present. You're ready to fight this war, and God's going to bless you. And the Bible says you're going to win this battle so that you might know I'm the Lord. I'm the Lord of on top of the world, and I'm the Lord when everything's going down. Amen. I'm the Lord above it all, through it all, and in you all. I'm God of everything. Come on, let's pray.
Let's pray. Amen. Maybe I'll preach it to somebody today. Amen. And you come to this house. Amen. And you are in the middle of a storm and you don't know how you're going to get out of it. I'll tell you how you're going to get out of it. You've got to find Jesus at the bottom. Amen. Maybe you're at the last little bit of what you got, but you got to dig at that barrel. Amen. And get down to the bottom and say, what do I have left? Maybe you turn your back on God like a prodigal son or like Jonah. God can turn you around, give you the right direction and put you in the will of God quicker than you could have got there yourself. Maybe you need a miracle and you don't know how to get it, but if you will crawl through the crowd, amen, go for the go for Jesus' feet when everybody wants his hands. If you go for the low, amen, while everybody's going for the high, God's got a breakthrough for you. I want to open up this altar. Would you come? Maybe you're here today and you need God to help you right where you are. And you're thinking to yourself, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Amen. This is a low point in life. Amen. I don't know how my mind has taken me lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. Amen. And I feel like my mind is on the bottom and I can't get up and I've fallen and I can't get up. But I want to help you here today. God will meet you right where you are. But if you come to this altar and present yourself and say, God, I'm willing to fight at the bottom. I'm willing to fight down here at the low place. I'm willing to try. I'm willing to give my all. God will help you. God will give you the breakthrough. Come on, somebody pray. Come on, as they begin to sing, I want you to pray. God's going to help you. Well, preacher, I'm surrounded. God sent a man of God to tell you he'll meet you at the bottom. And God will give you victory at the bottom. God will give you healing at the bottom. God will give you deliverance at the bottom. God will do it. He's not just God of the hills. He's God of the valleys. He's not God just when everything's well. He's God when things are not well. Amen. He's God of everything. Come on, somebody pray. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Come on, if you're feeling in a low place today, you can meet God down here. Maybe you've lived up as high as you can in control, but things are falling apart. Just come down where Jesus is. Meet him at the bottom. Be present. Present yourself to the Lord. Come on, there's miracles, there's healing, there's liberation, there's blessing, there's a breakthrough for your family. God, serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the
turn it for 